Okay. okay, this is actually funny. So today, <laughs> I'm sorry, it was just so funny. So today, Armel and I were playing this game we created. We call it Who Can Pun Worse? I'm sure you're clever enough to know what the game is about through the title alone. Armel is probably better at creating puns than father, and that is saying something. Father is truly a master of puns. It is as though he were molded by puns. So to see that he is at least on par with father is truly a miracle. Armel and I have been playing this game for a while now, even from the moment he wakes up. Before he even asks about the time or whether or not he will have coffee or tea, he says a pun. Today, however, is particularly bad. He opened his eyes and instantly said, Nova, I think this game is getting out of hand. I was confused at first, so I asked why he thought so. He answered, because now I am making science puns periodically. <laughs> Get it? Like an elemental table. We play this game in between our daily routine. It is sort of like a break where we can get away from a permanent grind. It is, Vivian, as much as I hate to admit it, it is rather fun to play this game with our mouth. Oh, oh, the other one he told me today was the one I really wanted to tell you. Okay, here it goes. What did the angry electron say when it was repelled? Let me at him. <laughs> oh, Vivian, if I could laugh physically, I would assume I'd be in what humans call ditches. It is so amusing. I would have never guessed that an evil creature like Armel could have such good taste in humor. But, well, it did get me thinking. When you were married to father, was he like that? Did he make you laugh with horrible puns and tell you awful science jokes? I never got to meet father the way I met you, especially not the way I am now. Not since you entered my travel pod. And I also did not meet him or you before your marriage was terminated. So I suppose, I suppose I thought about what it was like when you were married. I saw something when I was looking it up. No happy marriage ends in divorce. I suppose that is true. I saw support for him for those who've been divorced and it seemed as though it was for the better that the partner split. And yet, well, I am confused. Perhaps it is because I am a familiar who cannot experience marriage, but why are people still sad over it? If it is the best decision for a person, why do they still grieve the loss? I had to look further and saw that someone said something that sort of answered my question. They said that they'd once loved their spouse. They had been happy, I suppose, and they had looked forward to growing old together. But as time went on, they changed. They no longer recognized their spouse. They grew, they grew their separate ways. I felt something when I read that. Perhaps it was akin to your human sadness. I never thought that the living could leave a blissful feeling such as love. From all the research I'd done about the emotion, I saw that many felt it was an end goal, an ultimate source for happiness. I suppose I never took into account that creatures evolve in multiple ways. One does not only mature once in their life. It seems as though humans continue to grow and change as time goes on, as though they are constantly reevaluating their interests and emotions. How strange, I had to think. But then I remembered why I might find this to be a foreign feeling. Vivian, I do not change, do I? 
I will be stagnant in this state until my power is shut down and I cease to be a functioning familiar. As an AI system, I am not capable of evolving past the point of my release date. Surely I can garner new information and expand my intel, but I do not gain new emotions or discover what these humans did. Did you evolve past father? Did he used to make you happy? One day, did he not? Or, or was it the other way around? Or was it mutual? There are so many emotions I have yet to understand. But, well, can I ever understand them if I am supposed to be incapable of truly feeling them in the first place? It is confusing. Everything is confusing. But that is why I'm asking you these questions, Vivian. I am not sad that you and father are no longer in a common union. After reading what I did, I'm happy for you both. I wish you were not so harsh with each other and could reconcile so there wasn't such hostility. But I think it is healthy for you both that you moved on. That you all went your separate ways to find real happiness. I just... I suppose a part of me wishes I could be a part of that happiness, Vivian. That I could be a part of your happiness. I cannot lie. I thought about what your marriage with father would have been like if he ever did truly make you happy. And even if you were not with father, I thought of you perhaps finding someone else to share your life with. What must it be like to wake up next to someone you love? What does it feel like to eat breakfast with them? What does it feel like to eat breakfast? I guess, for me, it's like what I have been sharing with Armel these past few weeks. Telling jokes, spending time together, talking about random things, sometimes from a deep place. I contemplated telling Armel about my feelings, or what I think are feelings, but I am still a bit, I guess, anxious is the word? I still am afraid that he might reset my system altogether if he thinks I might be malfunctioning. I cannot bear to lose my memories of you, Vivian, but Armel may be the only person I can tell. I don't know who I will have as a future travel companion. What if I never get the chance to tell him what I think about? Besides, if Armel does not find a cure when he reaches his destination, he may not ever have a chance of coming back to my travel pod. I felt... I felt scared to think about losing the chance to tell Armel these things. I don't know why, but something just told me... Something just told me that I should. Vivian, I wonder if you will ever find someone to share your life with once again. Someone you'll never be afraid to tell things like this to, even if they are not romantic partners. They are still friends you can love, right? Friendship, companionship, that is so vital. And so many humans, I feel, take it for granted. I would like to have something like that. Just a friend, just an ear to listen to this. Because wish as I might, Vivian, I know you will never hear these logs. I know you are never coming back, and I know that I will never find you. I do this for me for closure, comfort, something like that. So Vivian, I hope that you find someone you can freely speak to. And in the meantime, I hope that I may be able to find someone to also speak with. And try as I might, as much as I hate Armel, he is, he is all I have. I may never have this opportunity with anyone else. And there's this part of me that feels like like I should tell him, before I regret it. <laughs> Sorry, 
I just thought about another joke. He told me after my last pun that he found my jokes humorous. <laughs> you know, like, like the bone? Oh wait, maybe... Maybe he was actually saying humorous. That may not have been a real pun. But it should be. I think I will save it for tomorrow when we play again. Winston and the Familiar was written by Ashley Glenn, voiced by Crystal Lopez, and brought to you by Blackmore Productions. All of the music was done by Ryan Hardy. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram, or at our website, blackmoreproductions.com. Blackmore Productions. Swim against the current.